Hi, welcome to Rain It In. This is Matt. And I'm Rachel. Today we wanted to talk you through an epic journey down Ponce de Leon Avenue that we took yesterday. So we've lived in Atlanta for about eight years. We drive on Ponce on a weekly basis, but not usually the entirety of it. So we started yesterday at the very beginning of Ponce, which is maybe half a mile from our house. And we took it all the way to the very end, which is about 16 miles total. Stopping at things that, some things we had been to before that we knew we liked, some things that we had driven by a million times and were curious about, and some things that um, friends suggested online. So we're gonna talk you through it, tell you all about it. So anyone who's lived in Atlanta or visited Atlanta or watched the news when Obama was the president knows that there's this sort of hot dog place um, right off the highway in midtown Atlanta called the Varsity. Sort of, it's one of our, I don't know, institutions, I suppose. We went there a few years ago with some friends. It was some pretty good, like, hangover breakfast, well, lunch, uh, hangover lunch, I guess, right? Yeah. Hangover food. Hangover food. Um, But... You know, it, it, it's not it's not a number one on our on our on our list, right? But Rachel said, right, we started off at ten thirty, little too early to be getting hot dogs, chili dogs. So, but uh, we started out in their parking lot, looking at the start of Ponce de Leon Avenue. Right. So it's basically right by um, seventy five eighty five where it goes through town. You can see the varsity when you drive by. So we sat on, in their parking lot uh, and hoped that the parking people weren't going to give us a ticket while we tried to record this intro the first time and did a poor job of it and then we started down Ponce yeah right so I guess the breakout here too is this was a lesson for us in in testing our equipment because we I had bought a new splitter for my phone and it did something weird so it the the volume was super super low so we kind of lost the original intro but yeah we jumped onto Ponce uh, heading down Ponce right in a day right it took us about seven hours or so a little longer than that to to do the whole stretch and so we couldn't stop at everything, right? We drove by the Fox Theater, kind of drive by the edge of it. We drove by Mary, back, Mary Max, rather, another uh, big institution. Skipped that one, too. Just didn't have time. Right, exactly. Um, so those two are both very close to the varsity. Actually, our first stop was probably, what, almost two miles down before we actually stopped to do a thing, yeah. which was um, get... Breakfast part one, we did have two breakfasts. Breakfast Mm -hmm. part one at Pont City Market. Pont City Market is this big, like, it's got a big food hall, and there's, like, an increasing number of shops. It used to be a Sears warehouse that was, like, the largest interior space in the South. They've revamped it and turned it into restaurants and shops and living space and business space. So uh, it's a a massive um, place. So we stopped there to get breakfast part one. Yeah. And we've got a friend who has a friend who opened a bakery there that uh, is called Root Bakery, Root Baking Company, maybe. But um, but yeah, we've bought baguettes there before, and they're awesome baguettes. We're like, okay, we'll stop. We'll get a baguette. We'll get some coffee. We'll get a Danish or something like that. Um, couldn't get the baguettes because they don't make them. They're not ready until the afternoon, which is understandable. But we got some other interesting pea bread. And then we took a short walk along the Belt Line, which passes over Ponce de Leon Avenue, right there next to Pond City Market, and we, we jumped into Paris on Ponce, which was kind of one of our first 
stop stops. Yeah, and so these are all big changes that have happened in Atlanta since we moved here, right? When we got here, Pont City Market was a big abandoned building. Yeah. The Beltline was barely sort of taking off and people were just still kind of talking about it. Mm -hmm. Ponce, uh, uh, Paris and Ponce, sorry, uh, mm. Paris and Ponce was there, but it is considerably changed and much sort of hipper than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah, they've gone through a couple iterations over the last few years. Like they added a new section or they remodeled a section, made a new intro or uh, entryway, and then they closed that down. And I think that's like an event space or something. Uh, it, it's pretty cool, but I think it's lost a little bit of something well, over the years. I mean, it's still definitely worth checking out. And now there's yeah. a coffee shop there and soon to be a bar. It looks like a sort of outpost of Wicked Weed, which is a mm, Asheville uh, brewery. So mm -hmm. anyway, um, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Yep, we swung through there, looked at the, uh, you know, it's a like a thrift store, so we looked at all the little booths, checked mm -hmm. things out. I'm on the hunt for a brooch for ladies' brooch night, but I did mm -hmm. not find it yet. Yeah, yeah. So we jumped back in the car. Mm -hmm. We headed down just, a, you know, maybe a bare mile further to another place for, ac for actual breakfast um, called the Majestic. Yep, Majestic Diner, food that pleases since 1922 or something, 1927? Yeah, something like that. And actually, one of the kind of cool stories, we have a friend from Colorado whose parents met or, I don't know, were both, both went to Georgia Tech way back before he was born. And um, he came out to visit us a number of years ago and they, they asked if the Majestic was still there because they used to eat there. Uh, when they were that, when they were in college, so that was it's kind of a, you know a cool place from that, but it's a greasy spoon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mine was good. I got a chicken biscuit with egg, um, and it was delicious. Mm -hmm. So, no complaints. Yeah, I got some eggs and uh, corned beef hash. You know, good good greasy spoon sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, and it's kind of in this little plaza that all looks sort of retro. It's got the Plaza Theater in there, uh, which is closed at that time in the morning. Plaza Theater is like a, it's a movie house, but it shows some kind of newer stuff, but then also a lot of older things or random things. I've only been there once, and I went around Halloween to watch I Walked with a Zombie, which is a zombie movie from uh, late 1920s. It's got some vultures in it. I don't know. It's a real strange movie. Uh, they were advertising being John Malkovich. So, I mean, it's kind of an eclectic bunch of uh, movies that you can catch there. Yeah. And then this was also, after this was, was our first stop of the things we've been wanting to visit for years. So a just past the Majestic on Ponce. Uh, well, I had never been to the Majestic before. And had oh, right. Rachel go. hadn't been. I forgot. I'd been there actually with, with my friend uh, from Colorado. So the, um, yeah, a little bit further down the first time, I, I went to something that I hadn't been to, but something neither of us had been to that we'd been talking about. There's kind of a little stretch of some like antique furniture stores that you drive by and they sometimes have some cool stuff out front and it just it just looks ancient it's this little strip mall this little yeah plaza. it's like three storefronts uh-huh uh, one of them is a fur place that we accidentally walked into and it was kind of kind of frightening i'm glad we didn't step all the way in the um yeah they didn't actually like have furs serial killer could work there yeah 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 the um but we checked out the the, the stores and this was the beginning of the like maybe we didn't need to stop there even after eight years but i'm glad we did because now we have <laughs> now we know yeah no i mean it, if it was not things that we were looking for and i mean there was nothing small right so it was like if you wanted to go into any of these places really what you need to be looking for is like a dining set like or a dresser it was not like oh here's a cool like tchotchke from 1940 right no it definitely is they were not that kind of that kind of space right. which 
a little bit more of that that you'll find at Pond City Market and then also at Kudzu, which we'll talk about in mm. a few minutes. Yeah, the, I did think Boomerang had a cool interior. Like the, the walls were painted like stripes of sort of like um, a muted blue and a muted yellow that looked straight out of, I don't know, like a kid's book or something like that. And the ceiling had some cool stuff going on. So it was a cool space. But the, I thought the interesting thing too was both the proprietors of... The, the two furniture places that we went into, like they're obviously not, they realize their business is not coming from walk-in traffic. Yeah, definitely. They barely said hi. In fact, the one didn't even right. say hi. Uh, but he got a phone call while, he, while we were there that seemed like it was business. So they're obviously doing business, but they do business in, a, I think, a different sort of way. Than, they must work with designers and stuff. Yeah. Because um, it really wasn't, yeah, they're really not... Um, they're not walking kind of places. No. So well, and plus it's kind of a weird spot to even park at. There, there was, was a parking back, spot, I know, yeah. but we've driven by for years, and I never really realized where you would park. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. so um, that was the first kind of like dud, but it was I don't know satisfying to have those questions answered. Yeah, yeah, we got a little walk in. So like, a, there's a really pretty church on the corner there. This is at like what Ponce Highland Highlands, I think is what it is. It's the mm-hmm. corner of Highlands and, and Ponce. Um, so yeah, we jumped back in the car, continued. The journey onto uh, some parks. So, <clears throat> as you move further uh, down Ponce towards Decatur, there's a series of parks that are called linear parks uh, that were created by Frederick Olmsted. You know, you know, I think I, I, when we stopped at this one other time um, a, a while back, but like at a different section of it. But yeah, it's a, it's a whole bunch of little parks, and it's the Olmsted linear parks. But I think I read on one of the the plaques that it wasn't Frederick. It was like his firm did it, like oh. maybe his kid or like somehow was connected. But I think it was like later in his life. Uh, no, because I think his family worked as part of it. But the, uh, but yes, yeah, so I, don't, I don't know if it was Frederick Olmsted specifically, but, gotcha. it was, but it was his firm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, he's famous for, uh, Olmsted himself is famous for designing right. Central Park and, uh, you know, famous from, being profiled in Devil in the White City. Yeah. But, uh, so his firm uh, did these series of linear parks, uh, and linear in that they're just long and skinny, and they run along ponds, basically, yeah. for... I think it's two miles when I yeah. looked it up. I mean, I didn't see that marked, but I, like, put marks on Google Maps, and it came out to two miles. And there's, like, seven of them or something mm-hmm. like that, I think, that are all different named. We stopped at the biggest one, mm-hmm. which was Dan... No, Deep Deep Dean... Deep Dean. Um, and it had, I mean, it was great. It was lovely. Uh, we're planning on going back, uh, when, Mm -hmm. you know, right now it's early March, which is kind of spring in Atlanta, but it's still like early spring. So there was no real like sort of greenery or anything in the park. It was still pretty wintry looking. Um, but there's a lot of nice bridges and paths Mm -hmm. and I'm definitely interested in going back. Yeah. It looked like a nice place to walk, especially probably spring and summer, the, there was a lot of trees, so the canopy would be really nice. There was still a fair amount of road noise there because all the leaves were off the trees still. And I think it'd probably be really pretty quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some crazy houses that are in that neighborhood, too. Oh, they're massive. I yeah. mean, they're not even that massive. They're not, like, huge mansions. They're just uh, uh, large houses. On very large Very large lots yeah. that are very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, they just have a presence. They have a yeah. presence like something out of, like, a... You know, like a book or something. Yeah, they all look like they should be a manor house. Mm-hmm, right. 
But uh, yeah, from there we hung out, kind of just relaxed a little bit. Uh, one of the things too, you know, I think some of you probably follow us on Instagram. If you don't, we're uh, at rain it in underscore podcast r-e-i-n-i-t-i-n underscore podcast but we took a bunch of pictures along the way so we were kind of just you know dropping those off we posted them to facebook too Mm -hmm. but our facebooks are both um private the uh so you can see see some of the pictures we went just check that out too um follow us there if you also want to find out when we're going to be releasing new new episodes content yeah yes so from there though we jumped back in the car and cooked on down and landed in decatur proper yep so why don't we take a quick break so our initial plan for Decatur, which is a you know, small town center about, what would you say, six miles away from us, five miles away from where we live? <laughs> yeah, but it takes like 25 minutes to get there. Oh yeah, it takes forever to get there, but especially if you take Marta. Um, however, our initial plan was to go to a few different places. There's an Indian place that we really like. We were going to get some kale pakora, which are delicious. There's a bookstore that I love that's... Uh, primarily children's and young adult literature bookstore and then you know they also have a small curated collection of adult books yeah we should give a shout out for that that's a little shop of stories little shop of stories yeah we should go there. um and chaipani sorry i didn't mm-hmm. mention the names of either of those places uh and there's a jenny's there which is my favorite ice cream so we had plans to hit a bunch of places there we stopped sort of at the beginning end of decatur intending to walk through the town to these other places and we had a couple beers at this uh, Irish pub sort yeah. of place. Well, one for me because I was driving. Oh, right. One for Matt because he was driving and two for me because mine were actually smaller than, than his. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we stopped there. We played some games. We mm-hmm. hung out. And then all of a sudden we realized that we were quickly running out of time. Yeah. Well, the, I, I just need to do give a plug, though. The We were looking at the beer list. And I was like, what should I get? I kind of want something a little bit later. It was getting a little warm out. And... You know, we just had kind of two breakfasts, so it right. felt a little heavy. So I was looking for something a little bit lighter, and Rachel reminded me that there is a beer in town called A Night on Ponce, so that seemed like the perfect one to have. Yeah, um, I mean, it was a day on Ponce for us, but, yeah. you know. Uh, so anyway, three taverns, Night on Ponce, local yeah. brewery. Uh, so we stopped there. We had a couple drinks. We played some games. I beat Matt twice, uh-huh. and then we realized that we did not have time to do all the rest of the stuff in Decatur <laughs> no. we wanted to. No, like it had already been like three and a half, four hours since we started and we'd only gone a couple miles and we'd right. only stopped a couple places. So uh, like just for, I don't know, posterity, that's not transparency. Rachel said this right from the beginning. Like before we even, like we were early stages of planning this trip and I was like, no, we can do it. It's going to be like seven hours. We have tons of time. And Rachel's like, all right. So you were right. I mean, Absolutely. Really, it, yeah. it wouldn't have been a problem except for we had tickets to uh, like experimental music competition um, that started at seven. So we had a deadline that was mm-hmm. kind of early, especially since we wanted to get dinner and everything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we relaxed there a little bit. We scrapped some of the things we were going to do. So our our, uh, you know, we had a number of things planned in indicator proper. And instead, we just jumped back in the car and. And cooked on to, was our next step Clarkston? No, Kudzu. Oh, Kudzu. Oh, yeah, there's a whole section in the middle there. So, yeah, yeah. Kudzu. We've been passing by this place for years as well on our way out to your DeKalb Farmer's Market. So I'm going to do a, a side side thing here. Um, I know what the side thing is. I know, right. So, like, the, there's there's three kinds of people in in Atlanta. There's the people who... Uh, love and prefer your DeKalb Farmer's Market. There's people who love and prefer Buford Highway Farmer's Market. And then there's people who 
like aren't really all that interested in shopping for food. The uh, we should also say too, if you don't live in the Atlanta area, it's not a farmers market like you'd think it is. It's not, you know, a parking lot with organic or local things. It's, it's actually these giant, massive international markets right. that are sort of like suppliers for restaurants, and you can buy things by the crate. But it's also like normal person shopping. I saw someone leaving with like. Oh my 12 goodness. boxes of cassava yesterday. Is that what that was? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a giant, giant cart. It yeah. was an insane amount of of roots. Yeah. Anyway. One would assume it was for a restaurant. Yeah. I'm guessing. Uh, so anyways, we've been driving by this place called Kudzu, and I kind of half saw it, like, since I'm, I'm the one who, who, who's, you know, normally doing the driving around town, like, I miss a lot of stuff. Like, we were driving down by the linear parks, and the fern bank is right there. I never realized that it's right on the other side of some trees because Ponce, if you've never driven Ponce, is a little bit like the, I don't know, something. It's like the Kessel Run. Not the Kessel Run, but it's like, <laughs> it's it's a kind of a narrow street. Everyone's driving really fast and it's turny and curvy. And you gotta stay focused. Yeah, you, you gotta, you're, yeah, you're not, you're not sightseeing while you're driving. So, um, so I'd seen Kudzu a couple times. Rachel had mentioned she wanted to stop a couple times. And whenever we're out there, we're always like kind of running into something else. So we, you know, decided this was one of the reasons we, or one of the main things we wanted to stop at too. So we pulled in. Yep. Um, and promptly parked a little bit farther away th- from the door than we should have. And that's also because I'm imperceptive about things like that. No, it's fine. Uh, so um, it was kind of a combination. It's a combination of like home goods store and then also like thrift store with the sort of individual booths. So mm-hmm. a big portion of it is thrift store. Like antique mall, maybe? Antique is that a better mall. way to put yeah, that? Antique yeah, antique mall, I think, yeah. Because Paris on Ponce is like a like an upscale sort of a little artsy uh, antique mall. And Kudzu was a little bit, I don't know, it was a good, it was a good combination of stuff. It seemed yeah. like it had a, more, a better density. Yeah, agreed. So, and then also like a space with new furniture uh, and home goods items. So yeah. you can kind of shop there for a few different things if you want to look at older stuff or like funky accessories or brooches, although I still didn't find a brooch. We uh, should have got that one that was there. It was pretty good. And then, you know, also new stuff. So we wandered mm-hmm. around there for a while. Again, we realized we're on a timeline, so we had to wander uh, judiciously. Uh, yeah, we still, we still felt like we pr- spent a pretty good amount of time. We looked, we did the entire loop. We did, right? yeah. yeah. So um, it's somewhere that I'm definitely interested in going back to and mm-hmm. would recommend if anybody is, you know, sort of on the east side of the city. Yeah. And I guess you said America, America and Pickers. American Pickers did go there yeah. on one episode. Which, because it is, it's got, it's got some stuff that's like very curated. It feels like a home goods store part of it, like Rachel said. Um but some of it's definitely those things where it's like a bunch of old random stuff that someone obviously collected and then put into a little booth, right? Like, right. like weird pieces of pottery and dishes and books and. Yeah, there was like know. a whole occult bookshelf. Yeah. So I should have looked closer. I wonder if it was actually a cult book. I know. I was wondering if it was just the sign or if that was like accurate yeah. to the content. But again, we didn't have time. We were sort of pressed for time. Yeah. So, really happy we stopped there, mm-hmm. and then we scooched down the road like barely any because uh, kudzu was right by decab farmer's market yeah i think we probably could have walked to it yeah yeah um decab farmer's market always has an insane parking lot mm-hmm. uh it's cold inside so when you go you need to wear a jacket because the whole thing is like refrigerated yeah and 
uh, it's kind of nuts. So you gotta just take a deep breath before mm -hmm. you walk in the door. Yeah, you you're might not, get punched by a, like a soccer mom. You're not allowed to take pictures inside, so oh, right. we don't have any pictures from um, from there. I mean, I could have taken a picture of the parking lot, I suppose, but I didn't. Uh, I probably would have forgotten and taken a picture inside, but I just totally forgot anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have great bakery, all kinds of fresh pasta, huge selection of vegetables and stuff. So we just did our weekly shop there, you know, um, got... Yeah, some vegetables. And all the stuff that yeah. we needed. It mm -hmm. wasn't, you know, it was uh, just exactly kind of what I expected, which is the things that I said, cold, crowded. Yeah, full of stuff. Full of stuff, affordable, like, you know, vegetables and that sort of stuff is mm -hmm. are really great prices. Yeah, and I, so the reason we, we come down, I didn't say this earlier, we come down on the Buford Highway farmer's market side and we've got a number of friends who come down to the other one. I think sometimes it's like kind of where you've started going. Uh, but a lot of it too is they, they cater to slightly different international populations. Mm -hmm. So the, the Buford Highway one is much more focused on sort of like Asian and Mexican Latino right. uh, or Latina um, cultures and that just tends to be a little bit more what we cook so right. I think that that's a little better like we couldn't find tortillas at um, yeah, I'm sure they were there somewhere but uh, you know at, at Beaufort Highway Farmers Market you could probably buy 30 different types of tortillas that's there, true at minimum and yeah. one of those is freshly made off a machine and they pop them out and they're hot so yeah. um, that's a little bit more our style um, for food stuff but but still awesome you gotta gotta check them both out because yeah. they both have their own thing the, the wine selection is way better at your DeKalb Farmer's Market, Wine the spices better, DeKalb, are amazing. Bakery's better, yeah, spices bakery are better. Too. So, yeah. I mean, it it does depend on what it is that you're sort of looking for. Yeah. The, um, so yeah, we popped out of there, popped back in the car, and then we finally hit Clarkston. Yes, and yeah. then we hit Clarkston. So we started hitting sort of the little tiny external towns, starting with, in Midtown, Atlanta, right, with the beginning of Ponce, the you're pretty much driving, like you're driving through a couple neighborhoods of Atlanta, you know, you're doing mid, Midtown, kind of hitting the edge of Old Fourth Ward, you're hitting Virginia Highlands, Ponzi Highlands area. And then there's kind of like the Emory area, which is where the Fern Bank is. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that neighborhood's really called. It's like, kind of like the south part of Druid Hills. Maybe? Oh yeah, that could be it. And then, uh, then basically you hit the edge of Decatur and then you're in kind of like more suburban Decatur during that little gap area and then you're in Decatur proper. Then you're on the far edge of Decatur, which is where like uh, your DeKalb Farmer's Market is and all that, if you're on Ponce. Right. And and then you start getting into little little stuff. Right, mm -hmm. so I mean, and this is basically after we passed your DeKalb Farmer's Market, most of this is just new to us. So. Yeah, it's like industrial parks and, and... And then you get to Clarkston, which is a town that we haven't been to before. Mm -hmm. Clarkston, uh, has a large refugee population, which mm. is, I think, how we ended up at the coffee shop that we that we yeah. ended up at. Refuge co coffee shop, which is run by a refugee. I didn't. I don't remember where it said he was from, but um, but yeah, he runs it. It's a, it's kind of a cool spot. Like mm -hmm. the inside, there's some just like you know, dining room tables and well, some it's like, like folding a tables and chairs. Gas station, right? Yeah, but there's. The coffee shop is not actually inside the gas station. The coffee shop is a truck that's parked like where the gas pumps would be. Right, like food truck, snack yeah. truck. Yeah, food truck kind of, yeah, truck. Um, but I think, I think my, my Cortado is good. It was smooth. Yeah, it was, my latte was good too. Yeah. So um, it's definitely, I mean, if you find yourself uh, 
in Clarkston um, right. or decide to go to Clarkston, which is worth going to. Mm -hmm. I'm sad we didn't get to check out more stuff there. There's a bunch of other kind of international markets. There was a plaza behind us yeah. that seemed kind of interesting, yeah. but again, we were like on this time schedule. Right, and, and this is actually when we realized we started planning with a friend who we were going to meet with dinner, meet for dinner um, back in Midtown before hitting that uh, experimental instrument um, thing. And so we, then we were like, okay, we really only have so much time. We were like, according to Google Maps, like 13 minutes away from the end of uh, Ponce de Leon Avenue. And we were had a little bit of caffeine and we were ready to roll. So we just kind of cruised out of there. We like, just blew through this little town called Tucker, which Rachel had been to when she was learning how to drive. And... Then I don't we, think we, I mean, we were like kind of on the edge of Tucker. I don't yeah. think we were in Tucker proper. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. I'm assuming it's a town town, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, although, honestly, I don't think that I've ever been in Tucker proper. Anyway. Um, yeah. Who knows? Jonesboro, that's a thing. Yeah. So we had our first true failure of the trip, though, right? Like, oh we had a couple duds. <laughs> uh, well, we only had, yeah, the furniture stores were kind of a dud. But, but we were looking at the map at just other things that were around. And there's like Ghost Hill Cemetery and Campground. So right. we're like... Well, heck yeah. So it like shows up on the map and it's like and there was like in the little pictures in Google there was like this giant cow statue or something. So Yeah. And it's so right off like, the highway, it's right on the edge of downtown. Well, right off um Ponce. Right off well, right off Ponce, right off the edge of um downtown Stone Mountain, which is right. where where Ponce ends. So we're yeah. like, Okay, we'll jump into here, pull off the highway, go down this like dodgy little dirt road that was more or less one lane and yeah, there was nothing right there. There was nothing there. I mean, there were there were a bunch of RVs, and there was a sign that said Ghost Hill um, Campground. But yeah, but I didn't see a cemetery. I didn't see a road to a cemetery. Maybe we drove... Maybe I didn't see left. any yeah. ghosts. No. I mean, well, you can't really see ghosts in the daytime very often, right? We would have I don't wait. know. I mean, do, do poltergeists come out during the day? It probably depends on how much they like to sleep. <laughs> anyway, um, so we just did this loop around all these RVs and then just promptly got back on punts. Yeah. Drove for two more minutes and found ourselves in Stone Mountain. Right. And then we had about 20 minutes left. We knew what we wanted our last stop to be, which was this like German restaurant that's right at the intersection of uh, Ponce turns into Main Street in Stone Mountain. And there's a couple other roads that all intersect. And the, I don't know how they're called, but it would seem like the right spot to stop. Yep. And they also have Stone Mountain Brewery beers. So we're like, cool, we'll get a beer. Well, they are Stone Mountain Brewery, I think. Oh, you're probably right. Um, anyway, so it was a German restaurant and bakery and brewery. Mm -hmm. So we did, because we're ambitious, mm -hmm. we did two... Two samplers. Two samplers. So eight, eight little mini beers to try. In 20 minutes. In 20 minutes. And a pretzel. It took us 25. We, we kind of did. We ordered a giant pretzel that was, like, much bigger than the size of a head. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was huge. For sure. And it, it was good. It was, it was soft good. and salty. The beers were pretty good. There were a couple that were better than others, like anything, I suppose. Uh, and then because we'd already bought a bunch of bread at the bakery, Root Bakery, and uh, some focaccia that is pretty good over at uh, Your Decab Farmer's Market, we also decided to buy, and we took home some of the pretzel. Right. But we got some eclairs. We got some yep. cookies. wedding cookies. Yep. Yeah, so we've got a lot of, a lot of carbs to eat, but that's how we, that's how we rolled. It was actually house. hard to squeeze all those carbs into my into my face yesterday, though. Like, yeah, I was very full by the time we left dinner, which is right. Which was the next stop, our next right? So and yeah, last we stop. left. Yeah, we left Stone Mountain, and the we didn't take Ponce all the way back because it would have just taken a little too much time. So we 
jumped on some highways and cooked around and uh, made it back to Midtown to our last stop, which was actually, we almost didn't eat here because it, it just like timeline and geography wise didn't make as much sense. But Eats is a restaurant, I think like it was on an Alton Brown show or some sort of food show that we saw. Maybe it was Anthony Bourdain, I don't know, like a long time ago when we first moved here and we drive by it pretty much every time we're on Ponce. And I always look at it and think, I kind of like to eat there. There was a nice article about like this person who grew up going there and now like takes their kid there. Um, and the, so we, we ended up eating there. And it's, yep. it's sort of like a, a, what, a counter style meat and three or a pasta place. That's yep. kind of two restaurants in one. Yep. So we got our jerk, well, Matt got jerk fish. I got jerk chicken um, and our uh, sides mm-hmm. and some more carbs. Uh, and I got then, collards. Well, you got green beans, so that isn't all, but still. Yeah. It was it was good, right? It, it was good. wasn't amazing. I'm super glad we went. Yep. I'm not going to be like turning down other places to go there. They the did future. have Bell's Two Hearted uh, for three dollars and seventy five cents, which is yeah. incredibly cheap. That's a killer price in Atlanta. So, before we wrap up, yeah, I just want to talk through some of the other things that we would have liked to have hit, or that are worth considering that we've been to before. Yeah. On Ponce, so. Um, or things that we just aren't interested in at all. Oh. Uh, yeah. So top of that is... Right. We put a uh, call out, right, on, yeah. on Facebook to our friends, like, hey, where should we go? Uh, but I even said in there, right, no Claremont Lounge. Yeah, so Claremont <laughs> Lounge is a old um, strip club. I don't want to talk about it for too long because yeah. this is already getting long, but we skipped Claremont Lounge. We're not strip club people. Even ironic... Yeah, it's not a normal strip club. It's more like a dive bar that it. Anyways, th- this is also on TV. There's lots of shows that go to it. Right. Um, actually, Anthony Bourdain took Alton, Alton Brown, Brown there, and Alton Brown is unbelievably uncomfortable. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but they did turn that into a very nice. Um, above the Claremont Lounge is now a very nice hotel. So yeah. um, there is a lounge, not the Claremont Lounge, but there is a hotel bar and roof bar that I think are worth going to. Uh, other things that are sort of of note that people did suggest Drunken Unicorn, which is a music venue, mm-hmm. um, which is like a, you know, kind of crappy punk club, which yeah. is fun. There's the Bookhouse is in the same parking lot as the Drunken, or is, yeah, Drunken Unicorn, mm-hmm. so it is. Um, Bookhouse is kind of a Twin, Twin Peaks, Peaks. Um, inspired bar. It's pretty uh-huh. good. It's yep. a nice place. Bookhouse is worth going to. Yep. They have Tuesday tacos, I think. Tuesday yeah, there's, but I, I swear we could spend another 20 minutes on things we probably would have done, right? People gave us some other suggestions we just yep. didn't get a chance to even consider. Right, exactly. All the stuff that we skipped in Decatur, I would love to do some more stuff in Clarkston. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there's the possibility to do like a Fox theater tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, the Fox is pretty amazing. If, you, if, if you're in town and get a chance to do the tour, see something there, it's a little pricey, but it's... It, it, it's well worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that people told me it was amazing and then we finally went. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, this really is what amazing means. The, but so what do you think about like some things? I mean, obviously, if you're going to do something like this, we've got to give ourselves more time. Yep. I've got to, like all my time schedules, I need to take whatever my estimate is and like at least times 0.5 it. If well, not, because I like it. to sort of... Not 0.5, it, that would put it in half. Relax, right? Uh, yeah. And be able to, you know, enjoy my beer and right. beat you at some games. And... Yeah. Uh, and not feel super rushed. So, 
Yeah, it was still fun. I'm glad we did it. We've been talking about it for a bit. Would we do it again? Maybe, but I, we might have to do like Peachtree. But Peachtree might have to give like two days because that thing goes starts. I don't even know where the hell it starts. It's the longest road in Atlanta. Well, the most famous road in Atlanta. But Ponce to me seems like it's got it's a little more character or something. Well, that's just because we're used to driving up and down it so yeah, much. Yeah, it's true. Well, we should probably wrap up because we don't yeah. want to um, keep you all forever. But uh, we're basically going to have one more episode before we start putting out Japan episodes. Yeah. Uh, and so definitely, um, if you have not followed us on Instagram and are interested in photos from any of the episodes, but especially once we get to Japan, starting to see some cool mm. um, Japan pics, right. follow we'll us there. sometimes see pictures of our cat Laszlo, too. Oh, right. Worth it. Um, yep. Um, but yeah, also uh, subscribe to the podcast, right? Especially if you're family and you want to follow us while we're in Japan. We're not going to be doing them every day, but we're hoping to do them like pretty regular, you know, every couple mm-hmm. days. Uh, sort of like travelogue reflection mm-hmm. moments from, from what's, what's been happening. Uh, so check us out. Subscribe. We're raining it in. Matt and Rachel. Rain it in with Matt and Rachel. Um, we're on all the major platforms. If you go to ssdpress.org, that's Samuel Samuel David p-r-e-s-s dot org um, slash rein it in uh, r-e-i and i-t-i-n uh, sorry I can't spell um, <laughs> if you've ever seen my typing you know what I'm talking about the, anyway so rein it in uh, slash rein it in you can like listen to us whatever our latest episode is there there's an embedded thing there's a link to all the different platforms go to iTunes subscribe on whatever platform you want if you want to pay attention we'd, we'd love to have other people listening to us yeah and yeah. giving us some feedback alright All right. thanks a lot Awesome. Thanks for sticking with us. Bye. You can check us out at anchor.fm slash in. That's spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N. All one word, no spaces. And you can leave us a message there. You can also follow us at Instagram at rainitin underscore podcast or email us at rainitin at ssdpress.org. Also spelled R-E-I-N-I-T-I-N at S-S-D-P-R-E-S-S dot org. Thanks again to all of our friends and family for all the support and for putting up with us. Have a great day.